Hi, I'm Leo Finelli, and you're listening to Generation Change. This month, we've got Kezia Rice coming to us from her apartment in Berlin, Germany. Kezia Rice is a writer and environmental activist originally from the UK. In 2020, she founded Imprint Magazine, an online community which promotes sustainability and activism to over 800 followers. She leads the Imprint team in publishing articles that encourage readers to make small eco-changes in their own lives. I talked with Kezia about creating Imprint, its mission, and our mutual love of nature. I hope you enjoy the episode. Nice to see you again. So I really enjoyed reading your magazine, Imprint. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Could you tell us about it? Yeah, of course. So Imprint is an environmental activism community. We have the online magazine that you read, and we also have social media pages, and we share articles and content promoting sustainability and activism. And we aim to give readers the motivation and the practical information to inspire them to make small changes in their everyday lives to live more environmentally friendly. Why is that important to you? Yeah, my whole life, I think I've always kind of tried to do small things, you know, in my everyday life to live more eco-friendly. But I think really in the past few years, it has just become so much more prevalent and important and quite scary to read about how bad climate change kind of currently is and will be in the future. Um, I was reading, for example, in the past 10 years, 1.7 billion people have been affected by climate disasters. The last decade as well was the warmest decades on record. And yeah, it really feels like a very pressing issue that we all need to do something about. And even if you make small changes in your everyday life, I really believe it can make a difference. That's so inspiring to hear because I know a lot of people who have kind of gotten discouraged for, because by activism because they see like some people getting like great acclaim and doing big things and all they're doing is little things. And I think comparison contributes a lot to our images of ourselves and our belief in our own abilities to make a change. Yeah, I really agree with that. And I think I felt for a long time, like, almost what, what is the point of me doing small things? Why, why would it ultimately make a difference? But even though we can call out big corporations and governments, because they're the ones who have the power to make big decisions, as an individual, yeah, I do think you really can make a change and you can inspire other people to make a change through the way you live your life as well. What do you think makes Imprint different from other news sources? Oh, okay. So one thing we really try to do is that we are really anti-consumerist. So in, in a lot of mainstream journalism and even some sustainability focused magazines they often will publish things like product recommendations or they'll be sponsored or show adverts that encourage readers to buy products and yeah our kind of anti-consumerism focus means that when people come to our magazine they will never come across product recommendations or 
things encouraging them to go and buy new things. We're more about promoting what you already have and using what you already have, sourcing it from your friends and family, buying it secondhand. The anti-consumerist angle is, I believe, our strongest kind of uh, USP. How did you find other people to be part of Imprint with you? So it really began just with me and then gradually uh, more and more friends got involved and friends of friends. I think everyone who's on the core team was either someone that I knew or yeah, through friends of friends is really how we've grown. And our writers, some of them have just found us online and through Instagram and social media, we have connected with really brilliant writers and other climate activists, which has been really lovely. I have this book yeah. where they talk about like having an idea and welcoming into it other people who are interested in your idea and they call it an idea family like you have to get all these people into your idea family which means they are with you on the journey of creating and expanding the idea and your idea appeals to them and is worth enough to them for them to help you realize it wow yeah i really like that what qualities do you look for in people who work on the magazine? I guess I'd say just firstly, just a, a passion for environmental activism, which I believe everyone who contributes, you know, really has, and they want to do something, want to contribute some of their time to the magazine to kind of help make a change. And yeah, they all have so many different skills, which is amazing because that's what I love is everyone on the team brings all these different skills like marketing, or they have writing skills, or they have web design skills or organizational skills. So yeah, our team is really strong. And I also, what I really love about the team and the way that we share the team's personal eco journeys on our social media, for example, is that we hope it really encourages people to, when they are watching us, think of uh, environmental activism as small changes that you make in your life. And we really try and try and encourage people to make small changes and to not try and be perfect all the time because I think trying to convey a perfect eco person who makes every ethical decision right is kind of detrimental to what we're trying to do so yeah we we all fail and you know that is fine and it's not even a failure if you uh you know are trying your best how do you decide what stories are going to run in your magazine well uh we try and like in journalism, uh, focus on news and current affairs to an extent, however much we can, you know, respond to things that are happening. We try to, for example, we published recently on the murder of Sarah Everard, which in Britain, where we are based and where a lot of our readership is, was um, a really massive news story and we wanted to speak out about it. So yeah, things like that, responding to the news. And then also we just try and think about what topics to do with sustainability and activism haven't been talked about enough or we'd like to talk about more. What's your process for finding and verifying sources and accurate information in your magazine? How do you make sure that what you have in your magazine is true? That's a really interesting question. Well, so one thing we try and do is uh, obviously, yeah, take really reliable sources and when uh, writers are giving me their articles I always and they say a factor was say okay but wh where's it come from and if they link to something that then quotes the fact but isn't the source I say okay dig back further in the internet and find where it actually came from so we try and reference everything really accurately 
and also we try and uh, talk to people. So, for example, we published recently about another news story in Britain, which was this bill came in that was restricting people's rights to protest. And the writer actually interviewed someone who was at a protest that she was writing about. So kind of getting the perspectives of people who you know were there or who experienced the things we write about is kind of what we try and do to yes i love that strategy but i just want to let you know in advance yeah if you see a web page that gives you an idea to run a story about saving an endangered tree octopus don't print it that's fake <laughs> good so good to know we'll be right back Does Imprint do anything outside of digital media? Well, yeah, excitingly, coming up, we are actually creating our first print product, and it is actually a poetry pamphlet, and it's going to be called Emergence. It's, and we're collaborating with different poets we know, and they are contributing poems on the theme of Emergence. And that is going to be a physical handmade pamphlet that we're creating with original artwork. I'm really excited for it because I love poetry, it's very close to my heart, and we've published poems on imprint before, but this physical pamphlet I think will be really lovely for people to, you know, have in their hands and enjoy as a as a physical thing. Are you printing it in an environmentally friendly way? Yes, of course, yes. <laughs> this is very key. <laughs> Outside of your magazine, what else are you doing to make an imprint in the world? Let's see. I mean, in my spare time, I love getting out in nature. I love swimming and running and things like that. I don't know if that is me making an imprint on the world, but that is me going out and enjoying nature and kind of being reminded why, why I want to protect it. Any specific places in nature that you're really attached to? Oh, I love that question. Yeah, for sure. In near Lancaster, where I'm from, there is, um, and that's in the Northwest of England, for your American listeners who may not know, the River Loon, it's called. And on the River Loon is where I've been with my family and my friends always in the summer swimming. And it's one of my favorite places to go. Um, I have a place like that. It's in South Carolina, where I'm originally from. They There's like this stretch of beach, like the resort city of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, down to another city called Georgetown. They call it the Grand Strand, and my family always goes there every summer, and that place is very beautiful and special to me, especially we always go to the same condo at the beach. We've gone there every year since I was really little, and it's just beautiful down there, and it's exceptionally special to me. I love that. I think it's powerful the way that many, like, generic forms of natural features aren't geographically defined so ultimately we can see the beauty in nature the same way as people many miles away from us can when are you gonna leave berlin and go back to england oh uh i'm not sure maybe in a year or two i'm quite happy here so maybe I will go to England to see my family. I live with some friends and I, I have a lot of friends that I've made here. So I feel quite settled here, which is really nice. What do you like to do in your spare time? In my spare time, I like just, I like going to art galleries. That's something I uh, just returned to just last week in Berlin. The art galleries opened, so I went, which was amazing. 
to a few different ones and I like going running. It's one of my favorite things to do as well. I don't know about the art gallery in Berlin. If I ever go there, is there anything I should look for? Yes, for sure. You should go to one called the Pergamon Museum. I went there last week and it was amazing. It's about this uh, ancient world in Turkey and how they lived and it has all these statues and then it has this amazing panorama which is like a big dome and so you walk in and it's like you're in ancient Turkey, ancient Greece and they have a soundscape and this massive dome that has a painting on. I can't describe it but yeah it was amazing. I nearly cried when I looked at it, it was so cool. What plans do you have for the future of your magazine? For the future of Imprint, we have some exciting things coming up. The poetry pamphlet that I said. We're also becoming an official partner of Youthify, who is an American-based network that connects climate activists all over the world. And then we're also running a campaign for Fashion Revolution Week called Secondhand's My First Choice, where we'll be promoting secondhand fashion. Lots of things coming up for Imprint. I like what you're doing, how you're turning, using the written word as activism. As for your own personal future, what are your upcoming plans? Oh, let's see, what plans do I have? Uh, what I'm really looking forward to is I'm hopefully going on a cycling holiday in France, which will be so nice to uh, be in the French countryside. I haven't been there before and yeah, cycle about <laughs> an active holiday. Run into the Tour de France. I'm gonna be doing my very own personal Tour de France. You've got it right, yes. <laughs> I just got this humorous picture of you like having to wait at a crossroads because everybody's going by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It quite probably will be like that and it will be really hot and really tricky. I've never really done anything like that before, but I'm very excited. Well, it will really get you a feel for nature and I know you love yes, that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being yeah, here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And I'm such a fan of your podcast. So it's such an honor to be on here. Thank you so much. Bye. Goodbye. I loved hearing about how Kezia created Imprint. It's always meaningful when people come together for a purpose that's bigger than any of them. I particularly enjoyed talking about our experiences in nature. Back when I was little, my family lived in a house that had a huge backyard. I'd spend whole days pacing around in the backyard, talking to myself, and enjoying the open space. Seeing all the beauty in the world and realizing that it could be lost because of human apathy and ignorance is one of the biggest reasons why I am all in on climate justice. Like Kezia said, there's no such thing as a perfect eco-person, but the small things can go a long way and truly make an imprint. Please check out Imprint Magazine at imprintmag.co.uk. It's full of intriguing articles about sustainability, climate action, and more. I think you'll enjoy it. Imprint is also on Instagram and Twitter at imprintmag underscore. You can also follow Kezia on Instagram at Kez Rice and on Twitter 
at RiceKezia. If you'd like to recommend someone you know who is trying to make a difference to be on the show, or if you are someone trying to make a difference and would like to be on the show, email us at generationchange at leofinelli.com. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at genchangewithlf. That's at genchangewithlf. Follow and review wherever you get your podcasts, and just share this with your friends and others. Generation Change with Leo Finelli is hosted by Leo Finelli, executive produced by Julie Finelli, and edited by Nick and Leo Finelli. Our original music was composed and performed by Leo Finelli. Thank you so much for listening.